You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Eric Bean. Eric, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Eric, we're talking on August 25th in 2021. Um, what's happening where you are in your, in your uh, neighborhood? You're in Las Vegas right now. Is that where you are? I am in Las Vegas, yep, and um, you know it's it's with the pandemic and it's it's really kind of a feels like a strange place at the moment. <laughs> um, I bet because what there's like there's no tourism there or it's uh, it's not I've 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 never been to Las Vegas just know so much about it but yeah I always think it's a place teeming with kind of tourists and action. Right? Yeah, I would say um, usually it is. I mean, it still is to some extent at the moment. It seems busier than maybe um, than what I would expect. But uh, but it's strange because it, it's such um, a place based on social interaction and um, large events, and that seems to have changed quite a bit. And so, what what are you doing there? What are you working on at the at the moment? Um, well, you know, my studio has a number of functions. So we've got um, a gallery that we have in the front that we um, exhibit other artists' work that we just sort of want to learn or know more about. Um, we have a print shop in the back called Test Site Projects. And um, over the pandemic, we, um, we opened up a wood shop where we've been doing custom framing. And, um, and then we have my studio, um, which is which has uh, been busy in its own right. So um, currently sort of juggling a number of things. Um, I have an exhibition that's up in, sub- the, in Milwaukee at the moment at the Suburban Gallery, Michelle Grabner's studio. Right. And, um, and just sort of working through a couple ideas in terms of um, sort of revisiting drawing practices of mine. Well, let's talk about that. We could talk about, I'd like to talk about, you know, the the print shop also, but let's talk about um, what's happening at the Suburban. I've I've interviewed uh, Michelle Grabner, and that's, of course, an unusual space, an artist-run, I don't know quite how to frame it, alternative exhibition space where, yeah, you can work through ideas and do interesting things because this is artists hosting, curating artists. Uh, So, Mm-hmm. What what are you showing there? Let's let's talk about the work there and and and, and the suburban. Yeah, describe it because it is a, a kind of small cinder block um, building, isn't it? It is. Um, it's a little different than the original suburban, which was in um, Oak Park in Chicago or just outside of Chicago. Um, but it's still connected to Michelle's studio. So I believe her studio is in the back, and it's sort of a small storefront gallery, which has also been inspiration to um, having our own storefront gallery at the studio here. Um, It's a smaller space. I mean, there's a lot of independence in exhibiting there. Um, It's definitely different to have an artist curating other artists. Um, But... Uh, the, the exhibition that, that I have right now is a two-person exhibition with an artist who's based in Arizona at the moment, um, Nazafarin Lotfi. And um, she had these drawings 
um, on wood panels that, that, that were sort of, um, I would say, quiet, but um, like a whisper, not quite silent. And um, they're, very, um, they're very lovely surfaces. So um, I thought a lot about her work in terms of, of what we would show together. And I had been um, working a lot on sort of revisiting drawing practices, which is where I initially began my art making in the first place. And um, thinking a lot about um, my studio practice in general, which has really evolved into um, making space for myself and for others. Um, and I, I thought of, of these new works, which are, are paintings on paper um, that reference a number of, of people who I think um, inspired me along the way, including like Joseph Albers and Agnes Martin and John Baldessari and maybe even James Terrell. And um, they're sort of based on the idea how I came into seeing things, I think, like growing up in a city like Vegas, where art was very much an afterthought or on the periphery. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think there was there were things that that certainly saturated popular culture in a way that that inspired what I looked at without me even knowing it. And um, so I was I was picking out paint chips to paint a wall in my house when, when they had these, um, these sort of paint cards uh, at Home Depot. And they had these squares cut in them so you can sort of gauge um, their relationship to other colors. And um, none of the squares lined up, and they, they kind of made these Albers-like um, compositions. So... Um, at that point, um, that was sort of my starting point, thinking of that as, as an entry point or a lens to, um, to viewing work and, and then thinking about what, what that work was in terms of, of what the composition or the, um, the sort of structure was, if that makes any sense. Mm. It does make sense. It does. And you were saying, you know, it's different when, when you're being curated by an artist. Could you... Talk about that difference a little bit. Um, in the suburban, typically, I guess, Michelle or someone else is curating that's an artist, and that's, that's a different experience than um, a curator in a, in a museum or a nonprofit that's coming from a historical art background, right? Yeah. No, it, it definitely it felt different. I feel like um, Michelle has an eye for things that, um, that are unique to sort of an artist's perspective. Um, in terms of what she saw as a good pairing or a good grouping. Um, and, um, again, like understanding what, um, what the other side of it is and, and, and sort of giving a lot of freedom, maybe in, in some ways um, too much freedom, perhaps. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, too much freedom, meaning um, not having the kind of more narrow vision uh, a typical curator might have being being more open. Well, what does that mean exactly? Maybe yeah, I cool. think um, my point being that um, that that it was certainly um, a lot less direction, and I I think that that's that's part of of the great thing about it as well, right? Um, 
that we definitely had a lot of freedom to explore and do um, whatever we want, even though um, there was not a whole lot of direction and what, what they hoped to see out of it. So, um, you know, it's interesting to me because I, I work with artists for our front gallery here, and um, it's a similar process where, I mean, I want to offer them um, the freedom to really explore ideas and, and feel fairly open-ended. And um, in some ways, I'm sure it's frustrating to them um, just in terms of, of sort of not having the direction that sometimes we've become accustomed or used to. Um, yeah, that's that, that, that's so interesting. I get that. I get that. Right? You, you know, hang work in a show and be asked for a certain amount is 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 one thing that has a kind of defined limits and it's easy to kind of pursue. But this this kind of idea that that yeah comes from artists, curators, and uh, typically of, of like explore something that puts a completely different demand on you. That's 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 multi-layered really we can't just go in there and make art we're, we're now in the middle of like a, a research project almost mm-hmm. yeah and it's 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 two parts right it's both exciting to have that freedom and it's also um daunting i think at times but mm-hmm. um, yeah and so let's talk about your space um which sounds like in, in in you said it was inspired by the front gallery was inspired by the suburban Definitely. I mean, I think there's a number of artist spaces that, that I find as models that I'm interested in, um, a lot of which in Chicago, um, Julius Caesar, um, Bill's Auto, which is connected to Tony Lewis Studio, um, and then the Suburban. I feel like apartment galleries and artist-run spaces um, have had a really good um, I want to say a moment because it's lasted for quite a while, um, but Chicago was a good incubator for those things. And so for me, um, like I, I definitely consider all of those spaces in our own space. I mean, it's really a way to both provide opportunity to other artists that we are interested in learning more about or um, continuing conversations that sort of, overlap between the studio and the print shop and the front gallery. Yeah, so let's step back and look at all of this because that's really interesting. I'm really interested also in other models of, of artists doing different types of things. You know, I mean, this even this interview series is a, is a kind of social practice that's become somewhat obsessive and, and turned into an archive on, on its own. And, um, and it's coming from an artist's perspective. So in terms of what you're doing there, you have this space that has... Um, and you can break it down for me more, but there's a there's a framing component of it, which is a you know commercial relationship with the public. Um, the print shop has another relationship, but I believe that's also commercial. And then the front part, which you didn't need to have that gallery. That gallery is really there to to show artists to be generous, to have a conversation. But the gallery itself isn't a commercial component. Is is that correct? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so, the print so, shop, yeah. no, go on. Oh, uh, well, the print shop is sort of like functions um, as an invite process. Um, and, we, and the goal being to both bring artists out and facilitate projects and opportunity for them and at the same time be able to introduce them to the public out here um, or the community in some way um, through different programming, whether it's a talk, whether it's um, 
an exhibition or, or an open house or, or something of the sort. Um, so, so the yeah, print shop acts almost like, um, well, not the suburban because they don't do anything like that that I know of, but the print shop, um, and I know you've worked at um, Gemini Gel, which is, you know, another type of print shop. Um, but the way this print shop works, if you can break it down a little more, is artists come there that know about the printmaking processes that you that you use that that hire you, or it's kind of like a residency where you help them make prints that they haven't made before. It's more of a, a closer to a residency. Um, we kind of follow the Gemini model a little bit. Um, we try to invite artists that um, we've been sort of um, watching and and that we feel we can make good work with. Um, and it, it's definitely an invite process. Um, we pay to produce the projects and then figure out what the split is with the artists. And um, so, it, but it functions more like a residency. I don't really invite people who um, have printmaking backgrounds, uh, primarily um, just because I think sometimes printmakers can get very wrapped up in the process. And, um, right. and, and I don't, I don't, it's not a, a requirement to not have a printmaking background by any means, but it's also not something I, I seek out. Right. And, um, and what kind of printmaking processes are, are, are you doing there? There's, there's so many. What are, is there a particular focus that the shop is involved with? Um, at the moment, we're focused between screen printing and lithography. Those seem to be the bulk of our projects. Um, we, have, we have facilities to do most any print process, um, but um, at the moment, it's been kind of between lithography and, and uh, screen printing. I'm really interested in trying to push the... Um, push the understanding or the limitations of what printmaking or a multiple can be. So um, I'm really interested in how printmaking as, as a, the printmaking studio as a facility can um, sort of cooperate with an artist's studio practice. So I'm, I'm more interested in, in bringing people in and doing something um, experimental and something that when they leave here, maybe inspires some sort of movement in their studio um, or is inspired by things happening in the studio. Um, and and, and we, we kind of try to go down that road together. So we've done screen printing projects with artists like uh, Ayanna Moore out of Chicago um, that were fairly straightforward screen printing projects um, to um, artists like Amanda Browder, who's based in New York, um, and works a lot with um, fabric to wrap buildings. And so we printed our own fabric and made sort of um, very elaborate collages with it. Um, we're working on a mixture of, of uh, things with an artist, uh, Kevin Goodrich, in Seattle at the moment that's... Um, like five layer lithographs with four or five layers of screen printing into them. And we've got some projects coming up with artists like Edra Soto and um, Harold Mendez. We're inviting them out to come work with us next. 
Well, that's very exciting. And and you say we, who is us? Who is the the print shop in total? Well, um, mostly mostly myself, um, but I do have a couple um, assistants, and my wife is also a big part of this whole project. And where where is your studio practice off to next? It's, I, I love that we've talked about everything, and and I really like what you're doing there as a as it's not just activities that are, you know, about art, but also that are, that are artist-driven. Um, what's happening next with your work? Uh, are, are in, in your own studio, there's a show at the Suburban, and then you're going to keep exploring drawings or painting, or, or what are you working with at the moment or in the near future? Definitely. Um, I mean, I've got a couple other shows that are sort of ironing out right now that should happen next year, but... Um, but in terms of the work, I mean, I'm 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 going to go keep going down this road. I think thinking about entry points into um, viewing work. I mean, thinking about um, a general like in Las Vegas again. Like this, this finding art can be very difficult, right? Um, we come into seeing work in Las Vegas in a very strange place. Like the museums um, don't exist here. So um, you tend to see museum work in these huge resorts, and the resorts sort of take the place of of, of the opportunity to see um, art in a gallery setting um, or a museum setting. And so I, I think a lot about about making space or or entry points into to how we come across understanding um, the things that we do see. And so I think right now I'm, I'm, I'm focused on, um, on drawing a little bit and, and also sort of exploring the idea of, of um, what that lens or what that entry point into viewing work um, look like for me. I wish you well with your, with your studio practice and, and the upcoming shows and also what's, what's happening at the Suburban. I, I want to ask you one more question, which is what are you reading at the moment? At the moment, you know, I went backwards um, looking, I think, thinking about some of my influences. So I've been reading um, Joseph Albers' book, um, The Interaction of Color, and I've also been reading um, Gerhard Richter's notes um, and writings from, like, I think it's the 60s to the 90s. That that I I always, like, sort of turn back to. I remember when I was... um, Younger and and I met with um, Dave Hickey, um, who's an art critic and writer, and um, he told me, "When in doubt, go back to um, Wild Style," because my sort of background was in graffiti originally, and um, and so I, in in some way I, I kind of went backwards to things that that um, that inspired me years ago, and I, and every once in a while I go back and read them again. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Uh, Eric, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. I really appreciate your time and your work. Thanks so much. Thank you for having me. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.